3: It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. i for a minute. It's my first impression, Rose. back to J would Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a
4: week. Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast from the baller lifestyle.com. I'm your host. As always, my name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. I am joined this week as I am each and every week by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up?
0: Hello, everybody.
4: Oh, very good to have you on. Uh... Also joining us, special guest Bachelor Chatter this week is Scott George from the Turn That Off podcast. Scott, what's up? Oh,
2: you know what? This is a treat for me. Uh, I'm a self-proclaimed hit at weddings, so I feel like a wedding episode of Bachelor in Paradise is the time for me to join. I'm happy to be
4: here. Very happy to have you. We definitely have all been in this situation at a wedding for sure. Let's just jump in. Here's a problem with this show. It's too long. So we got what happened on the first night of bachelor in paradise seems like it happened two weeks ago, but because there, there were so many fireworks on the second two hour episode of bachelor in paradise, but let's just get caught up on what happened on the, on the first night. Hold on. Uh, so we, we go way back to, you guys remember Taj Juan?
2: Oh yeah. How do we forget?
4: <laughs> Tajwan. T- 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 was a big, big character on night one of uh Bachelor in Paradise Week Four, and she was a crazy person. They brought on a hundred percent. They brought on a liter, literal insane person who was unwell and then they just basically made fun of her for two hours. Um she didn't she didn't like the food. One thing that came out though in in that episode is that you know these these people these the stars of these shows especially when you're, you're dealing with the bachelor show or the bachelorette where this one person's idolized um you everything about them it seems so perfect and they're they're so built up but we found out on night one of bachelor in paradise big reveal colton bad kisser yeah couldn't believe it <laughs> big yeah. news i'm I was surprised they let that go jay stew were you surprised by that at all
0: I was con- I was surprised that Tasha confirmed it it was weird right um and Tasha by the way uh looked just smoking hot in the uh the recent episodes of this this season her body um,
4: her body is just so next level it's crazy it's, can't, it's r- they, you can't even hide it they try to hide it at points and they can't you know what they do, they do is they put like the um the Chiron in front of her big beautiful bulbous natural breasts to to keep them hidden, yeah. and you could still see him.
0: Yeah, but her confirming uh, what they had been talking about—that he's a bad kisser—that surprised me because she she's not really a shit no, talker. She,
4: well, I don't know, I don't know, because she does some shit stirring later in the episode.
0: Oh no, no doubt, no doubt. We saw we saw um, a little gamesmanship out of Tasia. She finally Big she's time. starting to play the game a little bit.
4: Yeah. Um, so basically, night one was all about Tajwan. She's very sweaty. Um, she's very, she's hot. She doesn't like the heat. Um, she's needs guacamole. Um, and then there, and then there's, there's sort of a love triangle between her and Haley for JPJ. And I want to know what your guys' thoughts are here because this John Paul Jones, he was, really sort of a hero of this season prior to this week. And he really seemed to go from hero to goat very quickly. And this is what this show does because you're in a very small world. And while you're in it, it's kind of like high school, but even smaller because it seems like that, that everything that's happening everywhere is on this beach that you're on. And it's very intense and things are happening, but basically Taysha does that thing where she's like, hey, if you love something, set it free. And But she doesn't really love the thing. She tells JPJ, listen, if there's somebody else here you want to date, you go out and have some dates. And so he goes out with Tajwan and he goes out with Haley and there's a little love triangle there. But all that makes him do is realize that he's in love. And he said it tonight a couple times that he's in love with Taysha. But meanwhile, Tasha has moved on with Derek, and that was her plan all along, right, guys? She wanted she wanted to send JPJ away so she could she could make some moves on Derek. Was that was that not her ulterior motive?
2: You know, some uh, something about a guy that looks like a uh, weird looking Jim Halpert just uh, really does. moves <laughs> the needle for these girls. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's just him awkwardly staring at the camera during confession or uh, yes. the fact that he has a stable job, but uh, yeah, no, he really moved the needle for her for sure. he,
4: de- he definitely. Does have that vibe. Stu, did you, did you get that that's what Tasha was doing? She kind of got a taste of JPJ's deal and he's a weird guy. And she was like, this guy's a little weird. There's some other broads here. He's been, it's been documented that he likes the quote chocolate girls. There's a new one here that he can maybe move on with. I'm going to see if I can get him interested in someone else. So I can make my moves on Derek. That was her goal. Right. So. Tasha and Derek, they have something going. It seems like that was her uh, ultimate goal in the first place is to get to make something happen with Derek. And Derek's free now, although he's still a little emotional about Demi. And that whole thing is so fucking stupid because it's about to come to a head that people are pairing off, right? And you don't know who is is. Uh, the guys have the roses, so you know that. Um, so, Tasha's getting a rose, but you don't know from whom, right? And but then there's also this thing where there where Demi's there with a girlfriend. Fine, a civilian, whatever. Like they're the 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 show is trying to go a different direction. But then it comes to they have their cocktail party, and well, before we get to the rose ceremony, the cocktail party pops off, and Christina. Who I'm such a fan of. I don't know if it's because of her the work I've I'm sure I've seen her do on some of my favorite websites like XArt or Sex Art or Nubile Films or why I don't can't place her exactly, but I feel like I've seen her in one of those places. She at one point she goes to that big dummy Blake. Blake is paired off with what's her name? Caitlin.
2: Yes, with the
4: T. Yeah, yes. (laughs) And she thinks like they're in a relationship, and Blake kind of does too. And then Christina, because she's a crafty Russian, comes over and totally Jedi mind tricks Blake, where she's like, hey, um, you should just give me your rose because you kind of owe it to me. And he's like, all right, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And then he basically (laughs) goes and, and tells Caitlin who he was into, it seemed like, that he's not that into her and uh, and cuts are loose for Christina. It Christina, while not having a man, gets a rose every single time. And I feel like there should be some kind of award or name for what Christina's doing. You guys the have golden thoughts on that? rose,
2: the golden rose. <laughs> yes. Yes.
4: Like the, you need a Christina every season to to be there stirring shit up. Um, so it's Kaylin's birthday. Dean and Kaylin are together. He he makes a, uh uh a, some kind of a birthday party for her or something. But meanwhile, it's that thing seems to be falling apart. Eventually we get to the roses, and at the beginning of the roses, shenanigans abound. Harrison announces that he's changing the rules. It's the guys' night to give out the roses, but he's going to allow Demi to give out the first rose to her girlfriend. So, a couple things here. First of all, are we assuming they've added another rose? Like this, this the girlfriend isn't stealing a spot from one of the guys, right?
2: I don't think so. Yeah, I think I think it was a new a new addition.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I think they add an extra rose just, just for her. But again, you're there. The whole point of Bachelor in Paradise and Stu, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. The whole point of Bachelor in Paradise is you're getting a second chance at love, right? Well, this Demi apparently has found love. Well, how about you beat it? How about you fucking head stateside? Like, what are you still doing there if you've, if you've achieved the ultimate Bachelor in Paradise goal of finding love. Jason Stewart, give me your thoughts. Demi and Christian lingering for no apparent reason on the beach in Bachelor in Paradise.
0: I mean, it's like it's almost illegal to say this, but the uh, lesbian couple on the reality show is a drag on the show. I don't I don't I don't care right. um how people spend their lives and what what lifestyles they um right. they were they were born to uh, to execute. I am completely open-minded and a progressive person, but I just don't need this bullshit on my reality show that I choose totally to watch. Agree. Totally agree. I don't need this political correctness going berserk right. and right. everybody so damn happy for how brave our bachelorette contestant was to come out on the show it's very brave and send them home if you really need to like spend the resources to send a camera to see how their their affairs going that's fine but do not waste my airspace and my valuable time on bachelor in paradise on your stupid little politically correct world and they can't put anybody on camera I guarantee there's a contestant or two that behind closed doors in the interview room saying this is kind of bullshit. I mean, I I of see it's, it's a big deal, but it's kind of. But the, but ABC could never air it because they're going to be the big progressive show that airs something like this, and it's just lame. So
4: I I'll take take the lesbianism le, lesbianism out of it, which I am never want to do. I'm I'm pro lesbianism in every sense of the word. I identify with them. I'm on their team. But if someone take, say, for instance, Derek had a girlfriend at home and he's like, and they're like, hey, we've brought Derek's girlfriend from home because we feel like he's got some unfinished business back in Denver or wherever the fuck he's from. Then she shows up and then Derek's like, all right, my girlfriend's here. So I'm going to break up with Demi. and But um, me and my girlfriend are going to kick it and just be here. Why? I don't understand. Like you, f- you found love. You had some love back home. You came for the wrong reasons, whatever, but just leave. Like there's no reason for them to be there. Uh, it's, a, it's a stupid, stupid stunt that they've pulled. And I'm pretty much done with The Bachelor. But the thing is, is that the show gets real good after this. Um, so <laughs> here, so here's how, here's how the night one roses end up. Demi gives her civilian girlfriend, Christian a Rose, who cares? Um, and everybody applauds her for being real brave. They're like, she's like, Christian, will you accept this rose? And everyone, there's like all these cutaways. We're like, ah, I just can't believe what she's done. This is so impactful. She's changing the world. It's like, come on. She's a fucking contestant on a <laughs> reality show. Who cares? Uh, so, but then Dylan, of course, he's puppy dog in love with Hannah G who's an Insta model and she wants screen time. So they're there. Um, the claymaker, my guy, he gives Nicole his rose. Michael, Michael, who's many thought was in contention to be the bachelor, has kind of, kind of fucked himself here in terms of the if you're if the whole point of this is to raise your profile and be a celebrity and get Instagram followers, Michael's fucked himself because he showed up and he immediately hooked up with Sydney, the Knicks dancer. And they're nowhere to be seen. That's the problem with the show. If you're in a relationship and you're not in drama, you're not on camera. You barely know that Michael and Sydney are there, but they're together.
2: Yeah, they're a wallpaper. Uh, yeah, these, yes, in these yes, last four hours. No,
4: yes, no, nothing happening with them. Um, Dean gives his rose to Kalen. Blake, after getting Jedi mind tricked by Christina from XArt, she she gets the rose from Blake. Uh, then I, Dan- I don't I
0: don't think enough time I don't think enough time was given to the whole Blake, uh, Christina and Caitlin. I don't think enough time was given it, to that. I, I mean, agree. He told he told her on the couch, he told her I am one hundred percent giving you the rose. Oh yeah, he, it's he great. He said those words. And then um Christina walks over and plays the old um I brought you along because I think you deserve love. I did you that solid and fully Jedi mind tricking him into then telling like five minutes later, telling a chick that he just said, I'm 100% giving you the rose. Yes. He says, quote, I'm not 100% sure what I should do. Yes. He uses one hundred percent sure again, the
4: opposite direction. He, but,
0: but he's not—he's not sure, and then he lets her down easy. And like, and Christina just completely had her way because she kept him on the show. In other words, I—I I kept you famous for another week. Now you need to repay me and keep me famous for another week, even though it goes against everything the show is about. It's- it goes against everything the show is about keep us on keep us famous and buddies on the show Jason I um, would I would yeah.
2: argue that like even um, the backpedaling in that first night was unreal not only by our man Blake but also JPP where <laughs> like they basically when uh, when he goes to give that toast he's like I'm mentally and physically exhausted and emotionally exhausted right he's now nuts, and like yeah Yeah, and it's just like, and then later on they have a little uh, men'sa meeting between the two of them, which I I won't get into detail on too hard, but it's just uh, watching everyone backpedal like that was unreal.
4: It's great. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. We need to put Christina in terms that makes it easier to to understand her level. So Boris Spatsky, Gary Gary Kasparov, Christina from The Bachelor. She's playing chess. The rest of these fucking people are playing checkers. You just do not. Right. You just do not fuck around with a Russian when strategic shit is going down. They're too cagey, too wise. And she tot- She totally works this dummy Blake. It's great. She has done nothing since sh- since she
0: stepped onto the beach. Yes. She has done nothing but gamesmanship. It's she great. hasn't. She hasn't seeked out a second yes, chance at salt. love. It seems like every single thing that she's done has been to manipulate, uh, manipulate the guy that screwed her over. So whether they're really friends or not on the show has as as yet to be seen. But since the, since the time she stepped on the beach, she she brought Blake on a date to screw him over. It's great, and then she's been keeping him on, and she went on camera and said. I want to keep him here so that he could be in agony watching um, Hannah and, and her guy. I mean, what she's saying on camera to the audience and what she's saying to Blake are the opposite, but she has, she has not done one thing towards the goal of the show, which is to find what
4: she is Russian. It's amazing. Uh, So she's hanging around. So then it comes down to who gets their Rose first and, these producers are pretty smart and I assume this was shot. Obviously this was shot in order. They know that this John Paul Jones is on the edge. They know how to manipulate these simpletons and they know that if they just push a little bit, this guy's going over. So Derek gets to choose first and he gives his rose to Tasha. And now she sort of belongs to him. Like it's a weird thing the way this, now now suddenly they're kind of coupled. They had one little make out, but she was sort of with John Paul Jones first. It's a weird thing, but it's an important distinction because of what happens to John Paul Jones later. So John Paul Jones still has a rose. He's got to pick bete- between Tajwan, who's nuts, and Haley, who's one of the twins and there was one twin that had personality and one that kind of didn't and they're both pretty forgettable to me but this she must have been the one with personality she gets a rose she's hanging around and then chris the guy that claims to be 32 but looks like my dad's age and also was on the he was on a bachelor like a decade ago, so I don't even know how that's possible. I also noticed uh, on his uh,
2: on his Chiron that yeah. it said just like instead of like listing what Bachelor episode he was on, it was like Bachelor Star or yeah, something yeah, like that.
4: Because he, he holds the record for being on the most uh, editions of The Bachelor. He's been on a couple different Bachelors and like three paradises.
0: I, th- I think there was a uh, like he he was nowhere to be found. He was not in the uh, plot. He was on a camera last night in the first 2 hours and i i really do think that he had a prostate exam wow. uh, during the shooting and he had to go back to the state
4: colonoscopy it was he was due for his yearly colonoscopy yeah. you got to get it yeah, when you're 50 yeah.
0: He had to do it, and then he came back to the beach.
4: Well, he kind of was in a thing, or I think it was kind of played up. He's been with Katie this whole time, and Katie kind of did the the same thing that Taysha did, where she's like, hey, whatever, Like, if you want to go on some dates, whatever. And then he kind of went on a date with that chick, Jen, who was sneaky hot. Like you don't you don't just send a dude off with a chick like that. And so there was some question there about who he was going to pick. He ends up going with Katie who's not a bad choice. And so we lose Caitlin, who just who just, <laughs> just had one one of the great edits of all time she's gone um jen sneaky hot gone tajwan who was so overheated it was time for her to go she's she just showed up and then she immediately she got real sweaty and didn't want to eat the food and she left
2: well she well I, but they also do a cut to her of eating pasta in a pool that was weird
4: know. she was having spaghetti in a pool which is illegal in this country i don't She'll know get a cramp. Yeah, it must it must be allowed in Mexico. Also, where do you get pasta in in Sayulita? That was that was a oh, weird choice. you know it choice. Was Wells.
2: You know Wells <laughs>
0: Hector. It uh,
4: it up. Wells put it together. Okay. She had
0: a she had a shitty disposition from the second she walked on. Like there was She was real weird. Would, I guess she missed flights or had to catch several flights or yeah. flights delayed and then she yeah, I mean, guys usually run hot, but she was out sweating all the guys. There was yeah. something going on with her uh, dehydration, and she was just crabby and shitty yeah. from the very beginning. Like, this, you'd think that somebody like going on a TV show where everything's paid for in a tropical environment totally would have a little bit of pep in their step. Yeah. She was just a.
2: Buzzkill
0: from the get go. So uh,
2: but you get one flight delay and, and it <laughs> they will people will tell you about it. So That's it doesn't true. matter where I'm going. If if I'm inconvenienced <laughs> merely by 30 minutes, you all will hear about it. But Delta you will hear from me.
4: You're usually happy to get to the place. Like you're like, give me a fucking margarita. What's up? I'm finally here. Here's my thoughts on her, because she was so sweaty, and they're in Port Vallarta. It's not like uh, Qatar or Saudi Arabia where it's so fucking hot. It's like probably 80 degrees and kind of humid. It's not like oppressively hot. What if she was on a little bit of a, uh, drug come down? Maybe she was coming off something and that she didn't have what she needed to keep her normal and that's why she's all sweaty and she can't eat the food and she's acting all weird is it possible that she was uh headed straight to rehab from from the island
0: she she showed all the signs yes uh, both in her behavior and literally she was dehydrated and needed care i i think there's something to that whether it was prescription drugs yes or she mixed alcohol with a prescription or right. she was on actual drugs. She yeah, scored some local on shit there. on it the was, beach. It, it wasn't right. That's all I know.
4: Yep. So night two starts out with the Dean and Kalen saga. Um, basically, the, it's, the rose ceremony takes place on Kalen's birthday and dean like gets her a cake he like makes a whole thing about it and then immediately after the rose ceremony where he yeah, gives but, her a rose yeah
0: but there, but there's a there's a there's got to be a summary lead up to this they, okay. dean pulled one of the ultimate maneuvers in the first night uh, you know at, you know demi not only is she the uh the political correct um, goddess on this episode. Yeah, she's like she's the voice like of the, the show, the, the conscience of yeah. everybody. So yeah. she she tells Kalyn, you know, Dean's got a track record. He does this to women. Um, he gets them under the, a trance, and then he 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 dumps them without even thinking about That's it. Great. And Kalyn, I don't think this, this. I think this is different. Surely, what to me? Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she sits down with him, and he pulls like the ultimate transparent m- maneuver. And and he, he this is what he says. I think he says this exactly. He says, "Oh, you're you're definitely the person that I'm going to be with while I'm on the show." Yes. <laughs> he, yes. he said that. So and, and then and then he he expounds on that. He on that by saying, "I'm not really up for a relationship when I get back to the real world. I want to be this uh, traveler that lives in a van. It's van not life really, doesn't really cater itself to monogamy, and I you know I'm." I'm basically on the show just for whatever reason. And she either just, she, she got really upset about it, but then, then we get back to the rose ceremony and they're coupled up and yeah. best buddies again. Yeah. So go ahead.
4: He get yeah. So that's exactly what happens. Then he gives her the rose and then he takes her away on her birthday and he gives her a very nice, honest, assessment of where they are which is basically what he was saying before he gave her the rose but with the final hey i'm going to need to get in this yellow cab and bounce because he's like look it's not you know we're only together while we're here and we we're, we have very different lives outside of here and i want to get in my van and blah 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 and dean's kind of a pimp like i don't know i i respected his game there he cuts her loose. He tells her, I'm out of here. And she is fucking gutted. And she basically, until shit starts popping off later, is the worst part of the episode, the worst part of Bachelor in Paradise. She's a lot like she's, she's the new Annalise. Annalise is the one who's, she was on The Bachelor. <laughs> She was bitten by a dog in her childhood, so she was afraid of dogs. And then there was a dog dog show on The Bachelor and she was really freaked out. And then there was another um, group date where they had to go to like a carnival and guess what? She's fucking terrified of bumper cars. Bumper cars freak her out. She had a bumper car accident as a child. So scared she's crying. Then she comes to Bachelor in Paradise twice. And both times, nobody loves me. Nobody wants to be with me. And she's he gets kicked off both times. She's such what a is bummer. A,
0: what is the uh was there a peanuts character where there was a permanent dark yes. cloud raining uh, over their head walking around?
4: It's it's the real pig pen. that was Annalise. Yes.
0: Like,
4: yeah. Yes. just a complete Schlep rock. Point. As a dirt kid. Yes. She's a super bummer. But now now she's been gone for a while and now Kaylin takes over. Nobody loves me. These guys just want to make out and bounce. This is the second guy to bounce on her. She's all bummed out she's crying she's an eternal victim she's goes back to how blake did she's like blake did some pretty messed up things and now dean's gone she's just such a bummer i feel like Kaylin should be forced to leave like she's too sad she ruins the vibe for everybody else people are trying to get their fuck on and all the chicks are having to console this broad she's a big bummer and uh, all the guys are like well that's dean you know that's what dean's gonna do whatever (laughs) He bounces, and so now Derek and Tasha are becoming a thing, and John Paul Jones, guys, what the fuck is happening? this got his his like beloved grandmother didn't die, he didn't um, lose his dog he didn't he didn't get fired from a very high paying job, and yet he's sitting on the beach bawling openly, big salty tears. He's being somebody, uh, Blake comes over and consoles him like a Fucking woman. Like what is going on with this guy, John Paul Jones? How is this guy allowed to, to maintain his his status as a man after that? This is on well, TV. There's,
2: there's not a more iconic scene, I feel like, than Team SAT sitting there uh, while while my man's crying over, over Tasha. But uh but yeah, no, I, I, I it was a it was a very jarring scene, especially only being recently introduced to this character, yes. JPJ. <laughs> <laughs> and being like, "Yo, this guy's dope as hell." Everybody then, thought he
4: was and, cool before. Yeah,
2: and then yeah, uh, yeah it was yeah. it was bad news.
4: They, uh, I think, it, yeah,
0: I think it really it came down to this. Like, um, I really think that JPJ fell for it. Like, yeah, I think he ta- got Tayshia, sucked in. Taisha put the flirt on. I think for she was amused by him. He was somebody to give her rose to and just have fun with for a day. And then she just realized that this guy's just a fun, amusing guy that makes me laugh. But JPJ fell hard and I think he this entire last couple of nights was was a guy that just didn't know how to handle it. Like he thought they were going places. Yeah. And it seemed maybe for the first time in his life, he was sternly rejected. Yeah. He took it out on Say Juan or whatever the hell her name is. Juan, say it Ta-Juan, right. Juan
4: yeah. and
0: then and then Haley, yep. and then he's just completely acting irrational. You almost saw this breakdown coming. Like That's great. He genuinely didn't know how to handle that kind of uh, rejection. Like Taisha, Taisha played him pretty mean.
4: Yeah, it was great. Um, and then so then they get a a big package arrives and they're like what's this package and it turns out that crystal who is the she's an influencer she's a youtube f- physical trainer from san diego she was on don't tell me colton season was it colton jason
0: i think it was the bachelor before colton Who's who was that
4: who was the bachelor what, before was Col-
0: it was it ari leon
4: Yes, it was. She was on Ari Dyke season. Um, Total
0: lunatic on that she
4: show. is so nuts. Well, last Paradise, she hooked up with some dude, Chris, and I. They call him Goose for some reason. I can't remember why. Is he the guy that fell out of the bunk bed or something? I can't. I can't remember why. I know no. who he is. But they're they're a couple, and they're getting married, and everybody on the beach is invited, and the they they all go to the wedding and it is like a murderer's row of (laughs) former bachelor people. There's like Becca and Kendall and Tia and that one guy and there's Raven and there's some, some other chick that you remember from before and like a couple other people and you're like, Oh yeah, him. And they're all there. All these bachelor people hang out.
0: I just, I I just felt like it was like a, like a third-rate um, agency in this town who deal yes. in fringe, famous reality people. Yes, yes. All of the All of their clients. Yes, we they're know, all there. It's like, it's like the CAA yeah. of fringe reality yeah. stars. Yeah. They're like, we could book our entire client roster.
2: Just tell us where they need to be. Right. Yeah, Trishelle from the real world, <laughs> like on the fringe, just like <laughs> – Yes. Remember me. <laughs> Chain they're, smoking.
4: They're all there. And then Kaylin's there. She's still crying the victim. The best part of this is, if you're watching it, is the the people that are like there's a lot of people there that are just invited to the wedding and they look like normal wedding guests. <laughs> and the people that are on Bachelor Paradise show up and they don't have clothes. They don't have anybody to do their hair or makeup. They all look like shit. Taisha, God bless her, her big jugs are just pushed together and hanging out because the only thing she has to wear is like this little dress that she's wearing at the beach. Like she doesn't have anything wedding ready. Dylan has a t shirt on. They all, they all look like complete. They're all sandy. They look like shit. It was the best. Meanwhile, Kaylin is there and she's crying like a victim and she's like, Oh, Dean. I miss Dean. I can't believe Dean did this to me. Why am I even here? Whoa is me. She's such a bummer. And then in one second, she sees that dude, Connor, from last season. And I think he's from the Dallas mm-hmm. area. He's the one that romanced Hannah B when she was sick. I'm doing air quotes. She Hannah B comes down with lots of air quotes illnesses. And he went and he like put the notes all over her suite in her room. He's a good-looking dude. He's in good he's shape. He's
0: got a weird affect on his voice. Like he he kind of sounds like JPP, but yes. he's uh he's it's a Texan draw. He's,
4: he's got like a valley boy yeah. accent like he's from Reseda with Daniel Arusso, but he's from I'm uh, nearly positive he's from the g- yeah, greater Fort Worth area anyway as soon as she sees him she completely forgets about Dean she's like Dean who the fuck's Dean I want to fuck this Connor guy now and she's all into it um, it's, a, it's a complete change and then JPJ is still spiraling and this is this is like the the uh, touchstone of this week he's he's completely losing his mind he goes up and oh wait, wait. first of all the the ceremony happens crystal is looking banging you this crystal she's so annoying you forget that she's really hot like she looks great she's a great looking bride she's way too hot for whoever this guy is she's marrying they they have the ceremony and in sh- a shocking turn for the bachelor out of nowhere there is a nameless, a no-name white guy on stage playing acoustic guitar and singing with a, just a l- slight country twang. I've never <laughs> seen. There's never in my life been a moment like this on The Bachelor before. Completely <laughs> out of character for that show.
2: Uh, I think Everlast looked great.
4: <laughs> yes, Everlast is on stage. Um, they, I, I fast forwarded the. I don't know if anything happened in the ceremony because I fast forwarded. It was like, you know, oh, when I met you, you're the perfect lot. like whatever they say in wedding ceremonies. I fast forwarded that whole thing. Um, Tasha, so Tasha and JpJ and Derek are still going on. and Tasha's telling people about um her. she's like, I like Jpj. so jpj's twenty four. Derek, I think, is like thirty two. Pretty big difference. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, Derek is just older and more experienced, which makes me think. And I got to ask you guys: Does Tasha think Derek slings dick?
2: I think that she thinks he's wealthy.
4: Yeah. Oh, he's got a good job. He's well, yeah. It comes out that he's got a podcast. And oh, if, never mind that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's doing something right. I don't know. He uh, it, but. JPJ starts throwing Derek under the bus. He starts telling people, he's like, hey, this guy told me that he fucks all his Instagram followers and he's got a podcast. (laughs) JPJ goes on and on. He's like, he's got a podcast. He wants people on his podcast. Meanwhile, I haven't heard Derek say shit about his podcast. This is JPJ is the only one that's promoted Derek's podcast to this point. I never heard of it. I'm friends with the reality, Steve. I don't know anything about this. Um, And so JPJ confronts Derek, and I don't know if this is for podcast content or what, but JPJ seems unhinged. He calls a right reasons violation on Derek. You're not here for the right reasons. Tasha's fucking over in the corner with her, me- in the corner with her messed up beach hair and her tits out and she's fucking crying her eyes out. It's a, it's a real scene. It's embarrassing. And for what JPJ acts, he wants to have a fight. With Derek, but he's so unhinged, he won't let Derek respond to anything. Are you guys like me? Do you think Derek came out looking better after that? He he didn't look bad at all, despite what JPJ said about him. JPJ looked like an unhinged maniac.
2: Yeah, I'd say out of the result of this, I mean, I basically had to do a complete one eighty on on our man JPJ, totally unfortunately. Totally and uh, yeah, Derek turned babyface. I, I was yes. in the I was in the corner of uh, of cool Jim Halpert. Yes,
4: hundred percent. I no, never I never liked Derek, In all the seasons he's been on, I never liked Derek. And now I got to take his side, Jason.
2: <laughs>
0: Supposedly, uh, over the course of these episodes uh he dropped the paul from the name like uh he starts calling him John Jones. He was yeah. called John by multiple people and then yeah. calls he introduces himself as John Jones. I'm John like Jones. what's going on yeah. here?
4: Yeah. It's it's pretty annoying. You got you brand yourself. This guy needs a branding 101. You fucking put it out there and you stick to it. I'm JPJ. That's how you get people to know who you are.
0: But Derek Derek to me like he's he's so forgettable and uninteresting. Totally. He Again, he got engaged on the show last year. He falls hard. He yeah. fell hard for for Demi, who turned uh, homosexual yes, or, yes. or became. Well, out. No, she's and, she's fluid. And then, and then he's falling hard for Taisha. But my theory at the end of last week's podcast is I have a feeling he's gonna he's in he's gonna get dumped or played again. And he might be in line to be the next Bachelor. That's my theory. Whoa, still going forward.
4: Oh, that's right. You brought. You floated that last week. He's been around a while. It makes sense. Um. So then something weird happens. So the Derek and JPJ thing kind of goes nowhere because JPJ does that thing where we, when Derek tries to respond, JPJ starts just making noises where he's like, ah, 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 ah. every time he <laughs> tries to talk back to him. So he never responds to all these. Crazy accusations he's made. That kind of settles down because Chris, the groom, calls everybody over. He's like, Bachelor in Paradise people, come over here. And this is a weird turn. Is there something I didn't understand about this? He goes, if I call your name, you get to sit at the table with us. And we've all been to this kind of wedding. You get to the wedding and it's like, oh, there's names on a table. And usually like the wedding party, you know, there's a big table up the front where the wedding party sits with the groom and i thought that's what he was doing where he's basically like if i call your name you you get a seat at the table but what what he basically did is he said hey if i don't call your name you have to fucking leave and and so there's people there that are like couples So like Sydney doesn't get called to the table and she's fucking gutted because Michael, her man, does get called to the table and he just goes. And there's two ways of looking at this. It's one like, okay, because she's like, I was just getting some time to spend, just getting to spend some time with him and now it's, she's like crying. She's like, and now I don't get to. So there's two ways you could go where you could go like, hey, have a good time. I'll see you when you get back to the beach or whatever. Or Michael could be like, Hey, I'm just gonna decline my seat at the table and bounce because I'm trying to bang this next dancer. You know, like there's not any gonna be anything better in this wedding. Did it strike you guys as odd? And is there something I'm missing about what happened with the table situation?
2: Well, I mean, as somebody that has been a plus one to a bridesmaid before, there's nothing more nerve wracking than having to sit at that actual table. Totally. you're not facing anybody. You're just facing the crowd yep. and uh, hoping to not get judged by uh, how little or how much steak you put on your plate. Totally. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it was a weird situation across the board, though.
4: Yes, Jason, your thoughts? The table?
2: Yeah, I've I've got no thoughts. I've got zero. Oh, you didn't watch?
4: That's right. You didn't see. <laughs> so I'm not you supposed to you're, ra- the,
0: you're you're ramping me up on something that, they, uh, they that did, I I need to watch. They didn't have but it, it on at the bar
4: yeah i understand um well it was a weird situation and then blake says blake is he's kind of like the male kalen of this wedding he gets to stay and he's it reminds me of the movie airplane and jeff striker he's a passenger on the plane and he's been some, through some shit in the war and he flew a mission and everybody hates him and everybody that comes and sits next to him he starts telling his story about what's going on, about how his chick doesn't like him. And then one guy, there's a Japanese guy that commits seppuku in the sea. And then there's another, there's another guy that blows himself up and then someone else hangs himself because just talking to this guy is so fucking depressing that you want to end your life. Well, that's Blake in this situation. And and then Blake's telling everybody how much it sucks being on paradise. And then he says something. He says, I can't remember who he's talking to, but he goes, The first three days of paradise were literally the hardest of my life. (laughs) Could you imagine having such a fucking easy life that going on a reality show and having to admit that you'd already fucked three of the other contestants – be having that be the worst thing that had ever happened to you in your life. I'm, I'm, I was dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so Just
0: think you, about it. Yeah. Think about this. There, there is a, a next level, uh form of narcissism, narcissism with these reality people. Like, it, it, you know, the craving for fame and being second rate. And, um, and you know, it's, I, th- I just think that we often, like, we don't appreciate just how much these people think about themselves. And more importantly, the world's image of them, the perception of them. Yeah.
4: Being Their brand. on
0: Instagram is a version that they want you to know. So what the first two episodes uh, did was they destroyed all the good parts of him and they they introduced the dark side of him that he he took strides to make sure didn't happen and they all did I could definitely I think when he says that he's being genuinely truthful but yeah yeah, of course in, in the real world yeah there are many more problems to uh to navigate than having sex with multiple women at Coachella and then a group of equally slutty people finding out it's about amazing. it. It's
4: amazing. It's amazing. And it wasn't Coachella. It was Stagecoach.
0: Which oh yeah, amazing. that's right.
4: Sorry. yeah. Which Stagecoach.
0: Much, much different.
4: Stagecoach is the most bachelor music festival of all time. <laughs> that's true. Like you couldn't go, like you couldn't go to Stagecoach and not run <laughs> into somebody from the bachelor. Uh, so Kaylin is now obsessed with Connor. They're chatting on the couch, but lo and behold, Christina from x is running Russian interference out of nowhere again. She's like, she's lives to torment this Kalen person. It's great. It's hilarious. She's like, she's sitting there with Connor and Connor's like, so like, who are you here to say? And she's like, well, actually I am here to, I was thinking about <laughs> meeting up with you. And it's what are you laughing at? It's
0: your accent That's
4: funny because it was perfectly spot on you're like amazing i didn't know brian did rush um and connor's one of those he's talking to Kalen, and he's one of these everything happens for a reason guy so she's like oh yeah this shit and this shit my life sucks dean and he's like well you know everything happens for a reason. And I'm like, fuck, that is so refreshing. Like I, I've never heard that before. I've never heard anybody (laughs) say that's such sage wisdom. Like, did you, did you get that out of, uh, uh, from the dead sea scrolls or is that from an old tome that your that your grandfather handed you on his deathbed? Crazy.
2: What Uh, a motto. Yeah.
4: It's really great. So Kalen, who was in love with Dean an hour ago, tells, Connor something, because Connor, he's not a contestant on Bachelor in Paradise. He's a guest at this wedding. And she tells him, hey, we only have tonight, which to me is a an immediate invitation to head back to the suite for a proper balls-deeping. But they don't, uh they don't, that's as much as they allude to that, because immediately, immediately, we switch to the Clay and Angela saga. Clay, the Claymaker, he had a cup of coffee with the Cleveland Browns and maybe the Jaguars. Any other teams, Jason? I think that's it. New York Giants? No. And things aren't working out for him. He's out of the league. He was trying to, he was trying to hook on, but it's not happening. The guy is jacked, but I'll, I'll be honest – There's a possible early onset CTE situation going on there. He doesn't seem like he's Mm -hmm. completely together. One too many blows to the head. Maybe I like him. He's definitely in good shape. Um, His ex-girlfriend, Angela, is the bridesmaid at the wedding. And Jason, do you remember Angela from any of the seasons that she was on? I believe she was a... Col- not Colton, maybe an Ari Leyendike night Warner? Oh, no, she was Nick, Nick Vile, night Warner.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that could I could not, uh, remember her less. I and, didn't,
4: I couldn't remember her either. And apparently, I, yeah.
0: I frankly didn't even find the Angela storyline earlier so in the season. Interesting. So it boring. was oh, yes. a, yeah. I guess he dated her and they they talked they about up. moving in with each other yeah, they and they broke, broke up.
4: up. Well, yeah. she, she's like, you know, we were together for 8 months. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, can you imagine if every chick you ever dated for 8 months thought you were like boyfriend and girlfriend? Angela, I found Angela pretty attractive. Like I don't this this Clay's moved on. I'm not necessarily sure he's upgraded although she seems a little clingy a little needy um but he definitely doesn't seem over her he's they they got together they had a talk about their relationship he threw a hand on the leg scott do you think uh clay is possibly having some second thoughts about his breakup with angela is that the vibe you got well you, you know had?
2: yeah maybe a little bit realistically um it would it be uh, too cliche for me to say it. it looked like there was trouble in paradise yes
4: yes no I think I think you might be right there's definitely something happening Um. meanwhile so they end up back at camp JPJ and Derek get back into it again Derek looks like a reasonable person JPJ seems nuts and there's just nothing's going to be resolved like JPJ insists that Derek's a piece of shit and Derek's like, what, "What are you even talking about? Like, let's talk about this." And JPJ won't let him speak. Um, and then, Con, who who should show up? They a new contestant arrives on Paradise, and it just so happens to be Connor. And he immediately he decides to talk to two broads before he go chooses who to go on a date with. It's Kalen, and wouldn't you believe it? christina that he's deciding between and i i thought for sure christina would pull some sort of a a russian gamut where she goes like knight to queen 12 or something but it didn't work out that way he ends up taking Kalen on a date and they do a body painting sesh which I don't know that I've ever seen on this show before. And and I kind of liked it, Scott, your thoughts. Did you enjoy the body painting scene?
2: It was very road rules. Yeah. Uh, It was one of, one of the vibes that I got from that realistically. Um, it was definitely uh, it was definitely one of the cool uh, ways for them to shoehorn in how tall Connor was, which I You're felt super like I tall. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I felt yes. like I heard nothing about uh, <laughs> that more in the last two hours. Rarely today. mentioned. Yeah, you know, I mean, for the record, if I go to the chiropractor, I will be a six footer. Yes, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, no, a lot of us. Uh, but no, yeah, it was a very very intimate session between the two of them, and they made some beautiful art together um, that I will probably buy on eBay.
4: Absolutely, yeah. So, Jason, in case you missed it, they went. They had like white bathing suits on, and they went to some some resort or something. Some. a a second location and some crazy person was there and he's like,
2: yeah, that guy was nuts." what was
4: that? I don't know. He, his face was all painted and he looked high and he was, he was like on peyote and he's like, you have come here to the special painting location and you're going to body paint each other. And then they got out the paint and then they painted all over each other. And I'll be honest, like it was mostly like an abstract situation. Like I didn't, it was mostly like sort of Jackson Pollock and I don't, I don't feel like Kalen's ever really been painted on before, if you know what I mean. But uh they 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 got got paint all over each other and then they had they had a full like make out while they're all covered with paint. But
0: not my thing by the way. Unsanitary. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't I don't do I don't do um I don't see the the um I don't see the intrigue in in paint on no. a body. No. And I really don't see the intrigue of like food smeared. On oh, I body. hate
4: that. Like, you know, I hate that.
0: In those movies where they just take Disgust. food and nine and a
4: half weeks,
0: a sexual way. Like, Disgusting. I don't need that at all. So neither of these things interest me.
4: So they, then they're like, I'm really into, and it was kind of gross because Kaylin's um, face was all painted and she has these giant white chompers that are were really exposed it was like all you could see it was like um in zoolander when zoolander's working in the coal mine with his dad john voight Mm -hmm. and you you can't see him and then you just see his eyes and teeth it was like that but it was kaylin and then they went they they're like okay let's rinse off and they rinsed off and i don't know they should have done a time lapse or i would really like to have seen what actually happened because the trickle coming out of this hose their body were bodies were c- covered head to toe completely other than Kaylin's teeth there was not anything that didn't have their eyelids cock like everything was completely covered in paint then they showed them rinsing off and there was a a, a hose i don't know if there's like a water pressure issue in mexico or something that it was barely just a drip coming out of this hose it had to take them at between seven and 13 and a half hours to rinse all that pain off with the trickle that was coming out of that hose it was very frustrating to me but they have hit it off they're clearly in a relationship they're into each other now we come back to clay and nicole and that's how the that's basically how the episode ends clay comes back and clay is just real he's just too passive like he just doesn't get his his Energy doesn't vary to to suit the situation, and so
2: well he left it all in the field.
4: He did. That's true. He left. He left a little bit of his (laughs) brain out there, and it shows. And so he's got to he's got to explain to Nicole what happened. And Nicole's kind of right. He like didn't. His ex girlfriend was there, and he like didn't introduce his new chick who he supposedly wrote into, and then he bounced on the new chick because he was offered a seat at the table, whatever that means. And then he's like, yeah, so I talked to Angela and everything's fine. And, but then he says, I still care about her, but he, but he's not saying it in a way that he like wants to be in a relationship with her. He's just saying it like you would say, Oh, I um care about that guy that I used to work with that got a new job. I hope everything's going okay for him at the new job. You know, he's like, but, yeah. but when you say that to a chick, A chick doesn't, she hears it the way she hears it. And then out of nowhere to end the episode, a new cast member arrives. And I just, Jason, I know you missed the end of the episode. Could you possibly just rack your brain and maybe take a guess as to who the new contestant
1: is on Bachelor in Paradise? Take your time. Don't feel like you have to speak, Jason.
4: Scott, are you still there?
2: I, I am, um, and I want to congratulate Jason for him being the new contestant on Bachelor in Paradise.
4: <laughs> Unbelievable! Uh, yes, it turned out to be Angela, and that, that is where we sit.
0: So, so let me. Oh, it you're short. back. <laughs> there he is. Where were you? So- so Angela oh my is now is now a, is now a cast member.
2: Yes. Good
4: guess.
0: <laughs> so she went from a wedding guest <laughs> to the cast member and Connor went from wedding guest to cast member.
4: What are the odds that they would have? They would be in town for a wedding and just happen to also have been cast as the next two contestants on the show. Yes. Yes. Angela arrives and we can only imagine what's going to happen next week because as the previews showed, Dean has shaved his mustache and will return because apparently there's no rules. Like when you leave, you're not supposed to come back. You left. You're off. You don't just like in like if you go to if you go to get to the end of double jeopardy and you have no money, if you're in the negative you don't get to go to final jeopardy. You have no money. It's just the other two people that still have money. They go to final no, jeopardy.
0: And unless you came out of the closet on jeopardy, if you said <laughs> I am, I am now homosexual, then you could, you could bet your daily double with yes. negative money.
4: Yes. You could, just, you could just announce I'm back. I've returned. And apparently now, that's what Dean does next week. Now, as, as
0: you accurately summarized, uh, more than once on this podcast um you know you you hit me with the text earlier today saying how many episodes are left i don't know i don't think they i don't tell even you. know if abc knows right. because at some point as you have summed up before at some point it goes from this stupid little dating carousel to yeah. chris harrison coming on camera with the group and saying all right guys show's over yep which one of you two are engaged?
4: Yes, that gives me the chills. He comes out, he goes <laughs> And that's it. He, he goes, "We need it's time. It's been all fun and games up until this point, but we need to decide, are you serious about this? Who's going to propose?" And that's the end of the show.
2: <laughs> well, well, I mean, I might I, if I may, I might have yes. a different theory on how this all ends. Okay, where, let's hear it. Where it ends with Wells waking up. And it just being a snow globe of Mexico the entire time that we were all
4: voyeurs of. It's it's a peyote dream from some yeah. shit he got from the body painting guy. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Interesting. It's all Wells's dream.
4: Well, we we will have to continue on this journey next week. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, Scott George from the Turn That Off podcast. I was a guest on that podcast. You guys should definitely check it out. Um yeah. and do you have a Twitter or anything you would like to share with my audience, Scott?
2: Yeah, sure. So uh follow uh any of the turn that off stuff. Uh on all the platforms will be at turn that off Pod. And then if you are looking to follow your boy, I can be found on Twitter at Scott George and on the gram at Shania Twaniak because it's me and the things that don't impress on me much. Oh, thank very
4: you. Very nice, very nice. Well, thank you for joining us. You're fantastic. Jason this Stewart a blast. Jason Stewart, you are a gift so happy to have you here each and every week appreciate you we will check back next week for jason stewart for special guest of the show scott george my name is brian beckner this has been the bachelor lifestyle from the baller lifestyle podcast we will see you next week paradise
3: is the key to the fantasy suite falls deep so you can exactly. sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week we're making a connection and falling in love we're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub we starting in la and then we travel the world we toasting champagne we got 32 girls who gets a hometown and who's the most hated who had the best date and who's getting eliminated we always speculating like you wouldn't believe but I cheated, logged on to reality C So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. it It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, we live in it. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle.
1: Services may vary at participating dealer. Subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.